I'm Robbie Burns. And I'm Craig McClellan, and this is the Class Nerd Podcast. Connecting teachers to the productive world of apps. Robbie, we're back. What are we talking about today? We're talking about notes. One of our absolute favorite things, maybe even more so than email. Oh, definitely more than email for me. But it's another one of those, like, we love to hate, hate to love, but we do, we really love this one. I do. I love thinking about notes. I love thinking about organizing things. And I, th- I feel like notes apps lend themselves more to uh, more types of workflows of how to think about organizing data on a computer. And so I find myself thinking and reflecting on how I'm managing that stuff more often in the notes category than I am with email. You know, there are lots of different ways to take notes and lots of different note-taking tools, even even different ways that we manage this kind of thing in our classroom. But today we're going to focus on two apps, the ones that we are primarily using for the strict purpose of note-taking. So uh, do you want to go ahead and start us off talking about your uh, your note-taking tool of choice? Sure. Can I like right off the bat go off script and ask you a question? Yes, let's do it. What kinds of data do you think of note apps being for? So I got into notes apps through Evernote. That was my first drug of choice. And uh, so I kept everything in Evernote from web pages that I wanted to reference again to PDFs of bank statements to, I mean, just quick little lists. And I've slowly pared that down. And now I've got um, mostly just lists, um, things that I want to go back and reference later. Um, I today attended a professional development course and I have the PDF uh, handout and a couple other notes and pictures that I took, um, but more quick lists and just reference material. That more or less is where I land with notes. And, uh, I, you know, you can treat notes apps like, uh, like an everything bucket, like just kind of a dumping ground of all things. Um, which we're going to talk about a little bit in a little bit when I get into Evernote. Um, but yeah, I do find that more often than not, note apps are for reference material and for plain text. Yep. And um, I, you know, but I do tell when I present on the subject of getting digitally organized, I do tell uh, the people that I'm presenting for that uh, I kind of define notes apps as managing anything that I'm going to reference. So um, like you could put a file in a note app, but I wouldn't put a file in a note app that I'm going to regularly update. Like something like for me, I'm a music teacher. So like a concert program, I'm, I'm constantly going back and revising those documents year after year. Um, so I don't really keep them in a note app. I keep them in the hard drive of my computer. Um, whereas a note app, though it is flexible, I, I tend to put stuff there that I want to come back to and look at something that I want to be able to search for by text and read um, but not necessarily something that I want to edit. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm not going to be going back and editing those uh, notes from PD earlier today. That's for me to reference again as I get closer to the school year and want to implement some of those strategies. Right. Uh, you know, an- another use case that I was going to talk about a little later, but I'll just go ahead and mention now, um, my school, we've got a new principal and uh, I had a like meet and greet with him. He was doing like one-on-one 30-minute time slots where you could get to know him. And I knew I had to prepare 
he had like four questions that he wanted everybody to answer in this meeting. And so I put the, uh, I put the four questions into Bear. I'll just go ahead and spoil it. Bear is the note or the notes app that I'm using. And then I linked to that note in things and created a task that said, Hey, make sure by Thursday you have answered all these questions so you're prepared for your meeting with your new principal. And so reference material for tasks is another um another big thing that I keep in a notes app. Oh, uh, you're you're spoiling now. We should just get into it. Okay, let's go. You're, you, you go first. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier that we're going to cho- each choose a Note app uh, uh, that we're going to go into detail on. I've chosen for today Evernote, which is actually the Note app that I started with back in around 2008, 2009. And um, I, you know, I continually experiment with other Notes. Like you've already spoiled that yours, your Note app of choice today is going to be Bear. And I've dabbled with that one and I use it for certain use cases. And uh, I, you know, it's, I feel like every... Every couple of months, I'm reevaluating my entire note system. Um, so right now, I'm going through a phase where I'm just kind of revisiting the tested and true tools that have never really done me wrong. And for me, Evernote is that when it comes to note apps. Um, so Evernote is one of the most comprehensive note-taking apps. It's very fully featured, uh, which is kind of a con, which we'll get to in a moment. But it's also a pro when you think about all the various things it can do. It really does serve the function for me as an everything bucket. It can do those basic note functions like just simply getting text into the middle of a note, but it can also do a ton of other things, uh, which I'm going to kind of go through now. I'm just going to, if it's okay with you, I'm just going to rapid fire talk about um, the basics and then like a bunch of features that for me were things that I found were lacking in every other note app. Go for it. So at its core, Evernote has... Um, you know, it is a plain text note-taking environment. If you want to use it just to simply take notes in a meeting um, or plan a lesson, you can do that. And it has all of your basic formatting. It has dashes and bullets and numbers and uh, headings and subheadings, bold, italics. Evernote actually is a little bit more in-depth than some of the other note apps I've used. It has... um, some formatting tools that are a little bit more in line with like a word processor. So different font types, um, different sizes of font, different colors of font. And uh, you can get really, really detailed with this kind of style of, um, of, of you know, of formatting. So you, you have this general text environment, but then you can kind of get a little bit more rich with it. Like you can have checkable to-do boxes that you can add lists with. Uh, You can add images. You can drag images and files in line. Um, Some things that are becoming very, very common and standard in any Note app. But there are some very, very particularly awesome things that Evernote can do that um, it seems to me like a lot of the other stuff on the market, some of them can do some of these features, but Evernote for me is still the one that does them all. So Uh, Here they are, things that make Evernote invaluable. Uh, Number one is note sharing. Now, I can share an Evernote note with another user, but I can also create a public link to a note where that note lives on the web. So, like, if I wanted to, I I actually do this whenever I do a conference presentation. I make all of the notes to my session an Evernote note, and then I provide in a blog post a URL so that all the people who are at my conference presentation can go to my blog, 
and click that link and then go see all of the notes for that session in an Evernote note. And it's actually a living document. So they, whenever they go to it, if I've chosen to edit that in the environment of the editing of Evernote itself, then um, they see all of my edits live. So if I change it, it changes for them as well. They can actually clip that note into their own Evernote account and view it natively in the Evernote app, and all of the changes that I make will still be living on their end and synced to their device. Um, I can share not only a note, which some note apps like Apple Notes support, but I can also share an entire notebook. So if I'm doing something like if I have a group of teachers on my team and we're doing some lesson planning together, we can have an entire notebook where various different notes and clippings are all shared in the same common ground. That's so nice. I I do miss that from, from Evernote. I You've got me on that one. I, I can't deny it. It's incredible. Is it possible that we consider planning this very show in an Evernote shared notebook. We'll talk about that. I'm still hesitant. <laughs> keep, keep, keep going. All right, so we've got shared notebooks. We've got web publishing. Um, speaking of the web, Evernote's web backend makes uh, its APIs uh, very, very flexible. So a lot of other apps can link into Evernote in a way that's very, very easy. For example, um, I have an app that I use called Drafts on the iPad and the iPhone that allows me to really, really quickly type in a brief snippet of text and then send that to Evernote. Well, the Evernote API is powerful enough that I can do that in one tap and without even leaving the app. Um, I can also do things like I can append notes in Evernote. I can, um, and that's all, of course, in the same app I was just talking about. Um, I can add notes to specific notebooks. I can add certain tags to notes. And all of these things kind of integrate into that same API. A another great example of this is I'm currently using an email app very, very frequently called the Spark Mail app. And you can actually integrate your Evernote account into Spark by logging in with your credentials. And just with a swipe of the mouse or even of your finger on the iPhone, you can send it straight into Evernote. And what's cool about it is you can actually um, choose the, some tags that you're going to tag that note with, and you can even choose which notebook it's going to go into. Now, what's, what's really, really cool, I, and I, I even blew right over tags. Evernote supports tagging, which means that you can give any one note a number of different keywords that it can be searched by. Uh, which is a little bit more flexible than a notebook because, of course, uh, a note can have only one notebook that it lives inside of, but it can have numerous tags. Um, Evernote's got great searchable text features. If you're a paid subscriber, Evernote will search the text of any PDF, Word document, any document with text in it that you could imagine. You can just drag it into your Evernote note, and it automatically becomes text searchable. This is a lot more convenient than what I've done before, which is storing my PDF files natively on my hard drive and then performing an OCR on them. Um, that can actually, you know, while that's a more flexible way of doing things, considering how you can have more control over a PDF when it's living on your computer's hard drive, uh, it's actually kind of cumbersome and there's a real convenience and comfort to just simply dragging and dropping, just basically dumping all of your reference files into Evernote and trusting that you're going to be able to search them by by text and by keyword without even having to do any work. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, we've got shortcuts. 
So this is getting into a little bit of where Evernote uh, runs into, into some issues. Uh, Evernote has a very, very cumbersome user interface that I do not prefer, but uh, they do have a very cool feature called Shortcuts, which helps you to manage the weight of the app. And what this means is you can basically have in the sidebar a bunch of different notes and notebooks that you can keep permanently visible to you, which is actually kind of powerful because if you have a lot of notebooks and a lot of notes, um, you can kind of just keep a little quick link to all of them constantly visible to you, ready to click. And, and I love that you can do a notebook or a note because uh, oftentimes those serve different functions. Some of my notebooks are more important than others and some of my notes are more important than others. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you can also put tags over there. Is that, I, I could be wrong about that. It's, it's been a while since I've used Evernote. I will figure that out right now. I am dragging a tag into the shortcut and yes, you can. You can put a tag right there in the shortcuts. Super. I didn't know that. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Uh, um, Evernote is, uh, it has a really, really good web clipper. Um, there's a plugin for Chrome, Safari, any browser you, that I can imagine. Um, and this clipper takes the web content you're looking at in a browser and it basically saves it as a note to your Evernote, but it actually gives you a bunch of different options. You can save the content and uh, can save it in its visual format, meaning that the HTML is saved so that when you're looking at the note in Evernote, the web page appears in the same way to you as it did when you were actually surfing the web. And it actually Evernote can sort of uh, be a time capsule in that regard. It can sort of just save a permanent instance of that website for you in a way that you can, of course, search by text as well and see in a way that feels kind of native. Um, you can also save the website in plain text. It'll just take all the text and strip it out and put it into a note. Uh, you can have it put do like a reader mode where it kind of turns the website into a simplified news article where just the images and the text are preserved in a very readable fashion, but you don't get all of the ads and all of the uh, formatting of how that website looked. Um, here's a big one for me. One of the paid features is the ability to forward email into your notebook. You get a very special email address that when you take an email that you want to save more permanently and you forward it to that very special email address, it takes the text of that message and it puts it in Evernote. Now, it doesn't only do that. If in the subject line of the email, you add an at symbol followed by the name of one of your notebooks, it will actually categorize it into that notebook for you. And if you do a pound sign or a hashtag, and then you follow that with uh, the name of one of your tags in Evernote, it will actually save it with those particular tags. So you can actually tag and categorize your notes right from within your email client. That is a fantastic feature. Are you going to share your Evernote email address with me so I can put stuff in there? <laughs> uh, we can talk about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, if we have a shared notebook, then you can just put stuff, you can forward stuff through your own special Evernote email address yeah, right into that okay, shared notebook. All right. Yeah, all right. Uh -huh. All right. So uh, I'm getting to the, to the stretch here. So there's a really cool app that I like. It's $10 a month. It's made by a single developer. I, I'm blanking on his name at the moment, but we'll add it to the show notes. 
It's called Task Clone. And for $10, a, uh, and I'm sorry, $10 a year, not a month, um, Task Clone will integrate nearly any task manager app that exists with your Evernote account. And what it basically does is it, if you tag an Evernote note Task Clone, it'll take any checkable to-do boxes in that note and it will strip them and import them into your task manager of choice. And I'll, you know, be in a meeting oftentimes where I'm sort of like taking notes of like who in that, like especially on my music team, we'll, we'll be meeting and we'll be planning for our Hershey Park music trip. And some people will have certain to-dos and I'll have certain to-dos. And I'll start by kind of putting a checkbox next to each one of my to-dos. But then I'll later decide that I really would, uh, those would be better served in a task app. So what I do is I tag it task clone and it sends all of those to my task app of choice, which is in my case, OmniFocus. Yeah, okay, that sounds really nice. I mean, I can get things from Bear into things, but it's held together with URL schemes and uh, okay, you that is nice. All right, I'll keep going. It is really nice. I'm gonna keep going. So, um, so Evernote also has a suite of companion apps that uh, all work and function with it. So there's Skitch, Penultimate, and Scannable. And uh, of those three, the one that I think is, without a doubt, the most valuable is Penultimate, which is a very, very basic handwriting app. And uh, it does a lot of stuff. It's a fairly featured handwriting app, but what I really love about it is it's very, very simple. You've got some different paper styles you can use. And once you get that all set up, all you do is you hit the plus button to create a new note and you start scribbling on your iPad with the Apple Pencil. And those handwritten notes are automatically going to sync back to your Evernote notebook, uh, which is really, really cool. And in fact, the the handwritten notes are text searchable. So if you write something by hand in a penultimate note and you go to your Mac and you type in the search bar, for that word that you wrote by hand, it's going to come up in the search results. Yep. That's uh, that's pretty great. I I love having handwriting recognition, except my handwriting is too bad for anything to recognize. So, You'd be surprised how good it is. Okay. So I think I've covered most of them. I think so. Yeah, that's... Oh, cons. I have to talk about why Evernote is bad. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> Yes. Evernote is so, 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 so ugly. It looks so bad on nearly every platform that I use it on. (laughs) I thought you were going to like redeem it with something, but no, you just went full on nearly every platform you use it on. It's, it's pretty bad. Like, and it's, well, and it's, it's not lacking in warmth. Like it's friendly enough. Like the, you know, the iOS version has some really like, cute icons and they they just don't really it's the kind of thing where when you add as many features as i just rambled off um i it's really hard to make your app simple looking and user uh, friendly but i think that even with all of the things that evernote does i think that when i when i look at their software there are some ways i can think of where they could like strip away some of the complexity of the way it looks and feels to use and just make it a little bit more simple and direct in style. Yeah. uh, Every time I re-download and test out the iOS version, I get confused. I'm like, why is this so difficult to get around in and use? I just can't. It's actually, it's funny because it's actually not when I stop to think about 
which buttons take me where. It's very, very logical, but the fact that I have to stop and think about it is problematic. Right. I, so I, that's not my favorite thing. I, I would also say that Evernote development is in question. Uh, there have been no really major feature updates to any of the versions of Evernote for the past year, maybe two, uh, at least that are any, that are meaningful. And there have been some really cool things promised, you know, like Markdown support has been mentioned uh, at this point over a year and a half ago. And uh, I've seen or even heard nothing on the subject. And, you know, the, the CEO continues to blast out emails to the community um, with very, very vague promises of a bright future with no actual details as to which features to expect. Yeah, it, it's fine. It, I'm sure it'll be. That doesn't sound bad at all. Now, I will say, let me throw out the main reason why I stopped using Evernote a few years back. And that is I'm iOS only and Evernote is way more limited on iOS than it is on the Mac. Like there is a whole list of things that I couldn't do in Evernote on iOS that you can do on the Mac. And it shouldn't be that way. Um, They're not, it's not system limitations. It was just Evernote didn't prioritize that. And the developers of Bear do. You can do pretty much everything in Bear for iOS that you can in the Mac version with a couple small things that are feature limitations. So uh, I use Bear. This is a relatively new app in the note-taking space. Uh, It's only been out uh, probably a year and a half, maybe two years, as opposed to Evernote's 10 years or more. Um, And uh, I... I'll be relatively quick because there are some similarities. Um, Before you get into it, it's worth mentioning um, that Bear is uh, Apple product only. Like it's a Mac and iOS only app. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's talk of a web version, but uh, that's probably a, a little ways down the pipe. So the main thing that sold me on Bear, and I've I've only been using Bear for probably the last month or so after using Apple notes for a few years um, is the ability to automate the creation of notes using drafts Um, because I now use drafts five for inputting almost all text on my devices, being able to tap one button after I type a note name and have it create a note in bear, then get the link to that note in bear and send it to things to remind me to, handle whatever that note is talking about is so nice. And so it has a really powerful URL scheme that you can automate with drafts. If you're using the workflow, what will be Siri shortcuts app. um, If you are using that, it's got actions built into there. The automation is fantastic. And that's really important to me. It's also real pretty. It's so pretty. It's really pretty. It's got so many themes and it's got on the iPhone 10, the OLED screen, it's got a true black uh, theme that is beautiful. Um, It's updated regularly. Like every couple months, there'll be a big like 1.5, 1.6 update that adds a lot of features because they're Apple focused. They implement the latest APIs and the latest iOS and macOS features like they were really quick to add in drag and drop support with iOS 11. Also, uh, Bear uses tags. It does not have notebooks. It only has tags, which if you're going to pick one over the other, I actually prefer to have just tags. Having both is nice, 
but I would prefer to just have tags. And then there's internal note links. So it's really easily to create a link to another note. So you could create a table of contents of lots of different notes. You can type a lesson plan in Bear and then link to notes about how students did on that and in individual student notes, all sorts of things. That's a really, really cool feature that I haven't seen anywhere else. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really great. So I love using that. You can almost create like a like an index in your notes. Yeah, it's really, really powerful. And it's super easy. You just type like two brackets and then the title of the note and then another two brackets, obviously left bracket title, then right brackets. Um, and that's it. Um, there are a few cons. So there are no rich previews of PDFs or URLs like there are in Apple Notes or in Evernote. Um, and right now, I hope it's coming, but you cannot search. Even if I scan in a PDF and OCR it using ScanBot, I can't search that OCR text inside a bear. And that is frustrating. Um, the previews of images and drawings are way lower quality. Um, you, when you open up the full version, they look better, but they look all grainy, um, and there's no sharing. So those are, are frustrating things, but I have found workarounds. I do a lot of my handwriting in GoodNotes or Linea and then export those as images. Um, but I do miss, um, some of those features, but it's worth it to me to have features like automation because I use drafts and workflow so much and I work from iOS to give up PDF preview and having to use a couple different apps and then just store the information in bear instead of creating it all there. So overall it's, it's fantastic. It is significantly cheaper than the, uh, the pro version of Evernote. It's a $15 a year subscription or a uh, dollar 50 a month. I, I'm all in on Bear right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. Apple did zero things to the Notes app at WWDC this I year. So I think, I think I'm going to be on Bear for a while. Uh, that was my exact line of thinking. I, I thought to myself, maybe they'll do some updates to some pro apps, uh, some native pro apps, and I'll rethink my position. But whew, they didn't go there. Yep. They didn't. Well... We're getting a little long talking about Notes app, so we probably need to wrap it up. We will share more possibly down the road about other Notes apps that we're using for different purposes. Um, but for now, that's that's our note-taking workflows. There you have it. Until next time, stay classy. And stay nerdy. <laughs>